Hey guys, um, my name is Mark, and uh, you're listening to another episode of This is Kaif. Um, today's episode, um, I just want to ruin your childhood, pretty much. Maybe not your childhood, but like your preteen years, you know, what Americans and kids from the big city would refer to as middle school. Bro, like back in middle school, guy? Like, who the fuck went to middle school, man? I'm from a small town. We're lucky we went to high school. You know, like, you're lucky you just you didn't go to one building for 12 years or however long you're in school for. Like, was it 14? 14 years, probably, give or take. Yeah, we went to uh, we went to elementary school and high school where I'm from. But somewhere between, you know, grade 7 and, and grade 9, um, we became... And, and for especially for girls, too, like to this very day, like, girls are, like... 29, 35, 40, 50 years old, and they still love one of the kaifest things on earth. Today we're talking about how kaif MTV is. It's so it's so kaif. It's so kaif. This uh, this journey um, to me discovering MTV's kaifdom, if you will, it's kaifness. Um, began with something completely different. Um, I began obsessing recently over old clips of the radio show Loveline. Now, if you don't know what this is, um, I feel sorry for you. We should pause this podcast. Stop listening to it. There's, there's way better things. It's like when I go to my parents' house sometimes, and they're like watching like some NBC, like Chicago Fire. Like they're watching the worst show, and it's like you haven't seen The Sopranos. My parents have never watched an episode of The Wire. You know, it's like, turn off Chicago PD and put on season one of The Wire right now. That's real. Like, that's real television. Like, what the fuck are you? You don't even know anything about Breaking Bad, do you, Mom? You don't know know a goddamn thing. Jesus. Anyways, I digress. (laughs) I go on tangents. I forget what I was talking about. Yeah, okay, if you haven't listened to Loveline, go listen to it. You go on YouTube, type in classic Loveline, um, and there's a whole channel. And Loveline began in 1986 or some shit like that and went to like 2018, 2019. I'm not going to Google it and pretend like I always knew it. I'm just going to tell you what's already in my fucking brain. All right, so if you don't like it, fuck off. Go listen to Loveline. You'll like that, I promise, okay? And even if you are a fan of Loveline, throw that in YouTube, man. Pull that up every now and then. It's great. If you're not already aware of it, they have like just some of the best episodes on there. Like you can watch um, one of my favorite episodes that's on YouTube. It's uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, uh, and they were promoting basketball. Like that's how old some of these episodes are. Like yeah, basketball comes out on Friday. We hope it's good. You're like, hey, spoiler, it's an awesome movie, and like most critics are gonna hate it, but it's fucking glorious. All right. So. If you don't know what Loveline is, um, it's starring Dr. Drew Pinsky. Of course, you know him um, from all the other MTV, MTV bullshit that we'll get into later on. And Adam Carolla, um, you know, quite a popular comedian, a very polarizing individual. And uh, that really began on this show because, of course, you would have, you know, young teens, young adults, you know, anywhere from the ages of 11 to, you know, 30 calling in. Um, with uh you know sometimes obscure questions like weird things like one guy one time a guy called in he said his cum was black like shit like that 
to like um, to funny stuff where like you know in the late '90s there wasn't uh, the internet, you know, and there wasn't a lot of you know places you can go to to find answers for for questions about things that were happening to you, your body, and you know, and, and your things that happening to your life. So you know, some girls would like call in and they'd be like freaking out because they're squirters and like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And they're like, yo, it's cool, like <laughs> chill, like you're fine, you just squirt. It's a real thing that happened on the show all the time because there wasn't Pornhub. There wasn't, you know, these crazy porn websites where you'd just be like, whoa, that's possible. <laughs> Whoa.com. So um, within my obsession um, for this television, uh, for this radio show, rather, I discovered they made a television show. And of course, of course, this is where our friends at MTV come in. That's who they made the show with. So you can go online, you can, find, you can find, I think, the first episode ever, I believe. Um, I didn't find too many other ones. I think there's like two seasons. Once again, I could Google it and tell you like I know, and I'd just be fucking lying to you. I'd be fucking lying. Hey, hey, I'm not a liar. I'm not. I just flashed you. My tips are out. Promise. Look, that's me put my shirt down. I'm a classy girl. So <clears throat> they made this show on uh, MTV, and uh, I watched it, and I watched the first three minutes of it, and I just wanted to see, you know, like Adam and Dr. Drew, and like you see, and because I've been listening to this, and I, and I picture them talking, I picture them as like 50-year-olds, you know, like, or like, I think they may be close to 60 now, and I picture them as old men, you know, by the way, Dr. Drew is yoked. The kid is yoked. Nobody gives Dr. Drew Pinsky credit for how yoked he is. And I feel like like if there's one thing we should take away today, it's not that MTV's kite, because I'm sure a lot of you already know that, is that Dr. Drew is yoked. He's yoked. Like, it's... Anytime you see a guy that age, that yoked, like, you know, like... Like right now, like I'm 29 years old and I'm not in shape. I am in no means in shape. But if I wanted to, I could get in shape. Like I could eat right and get jacked. But when you're 60, you're fucked. Like whatever you are going into 60, that's just what you are, son. And Dr. Drew is yoked going into 60 and he's going to be yoked exit again. So anyways, man, oh my God, this is going to take an hour and a half. Um... I'm just going to like lead up to how Kaif MTV is. Just say it's Kaif and then move on and not tell you why. <laughs> just by the time I fucking get there, kid. So, <clears throat> now normally in the show, they do a quick introduction. Adam and Dr. Drew, they'll, they'll do a quick banter. And then they'll turn to calls because it's a radio show and they'll have callers come in. Now, if you wanted to get on Loveline, and trust me, I did call many times, um... You'd have to usually call like an hour before the show and they would like screen like pre-screen calls and they would And dr. Drew and Adam would sit there with a screen and it would say the person's name their age and what their problem was And they would select like the host they would select themselves judging by you know the mood of the show um, And for entertainment value really So it's tough to get on um, so anyways the thing with Loveline is that you like you could just say, obviously, like I would imagine, I would hope that most of the callers would fake their names, fake their ages. A lot of them admitted to faking their ages. Like when they get into it, they'd be like, no, I'm actually 14. I'm not 17. Like that happens a lot. 
So I'd imagine that they fake their names. But when you're on MTV in the late 90s, you can't be on television asking Dr. Drew why your cum is black. That's not, no one's going to do that. If anybody wants to ask Dr. Drew Adam a question, they would call in. Or they would just go. That's the other thing. That's the other thing that amazing about this show is you kind of like every time someone calls in, Dr. Drew and Adam are kind of rude to them. And you're like, why? What if this person's normal? Like, this might just be a normal person. And you go, like, oh, wait, no. Because anybody that was normal would go to their actual fucking doctor or go to their mom or go to their dad or go to, like, someone, like, older brother or just older sibling. Like, there would just be so many other options. A teacher, like, a, a, anybody. You know, they had a normal life. They could go to so many other people for these answers instead of calling in a radio show where you're just going to get jacked. Like, <laughs> and, and people did this from 1986 to 2018. They had no shortage of callers. There was never an episode where Dr. Drew and Adam like, well, there's no callers, so we're just going to end it. Like, that never happened. There's so many people in the world that they had enough to fucking fill 30 years of people just calling in with fucked up problems that they should just go to their actual doctor about. So that's what you realize. You realize that all these people calling in aren't normal people. And like, yeah, I said, I'm calling in. I said, I tried calling in. But my thing, I, I don't even remember what I was calling in about and it probably wasn't even real. All right? Now we're in 1999 and they got a television show with MTV. And of course, it's a television show. So now the callers are audience members, and their face is in a fucking camera, and that camera is being broadcasted across the world. Is that a thing? Can you say across the around the world? I was going to say across the country, but then I switched it to world. It's going everywhere, guys. It's Mister International MTV. So already before the first guest or, you know, um, yeah, studio audience member asks a question, I already know I'm like, I'm looking for bullshit, looking for bullshit. And you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to actually pause this. I'm going to pause this recording. I'm going to play the girl's question. I want to show you how bullshit it is. So before I play the clip, I want to paint the picture for you. So if you've ever seen like an MTV Unplugged before, like with Nirvana or Dashboard Confessional, sleep with thought. Okay. You know that it's just a stage with, you know, very simple, like pretty much no decorations. And then just a crowd of teenagers wearing jeans and sweaters that you would never wear today. And they're just sitting on the floor cross legs. You know what I mean? And just singing along. That's pretty much what, what the set is uh, for Loveline. So the first question comes from a girl. Her name's Zoe, and it's spelled Z-O-W-E-E -E or something like that. And so Dr. Drew's like, Zowie, Zowie. And she's like, it's Zowie, actually. And he's like, well, you spelt it. Parents spelt it Zowie. And she kind of just like laughs it off. And already you're like, mm, this is bullshit. And by the way, this girl, she's a 10. I, like, and I don't just hand out 10s. She's mint. Like, she's beautiful. Like, if she flirted with you and you had the self-esteem that I do, it would ruin your day. You would just, you would go home mad. You'd be like, I can never have that. <laughs> and she just flirted with you. So you'd just get her the, the day pass or whatever your fucking lame job is. So yes, her name's Zowie. 
okay? And she is done up, okay? She's got uh, like a low V neck on. She's got a nice little necklace. Like she's a 90s gal. She's a 90s gal, okay? She's a real 90s person, by the way. This, but we're listening to Zowie supposedly here. What I do know about her is she's a real 90s person. You want to know why? Because she wasn't born in 1996. She's probably 20 years old at this time, okay? And there's nothing more I hate than people born in like 93 and 4 being like, I'm a 90s kid. Like I was born in 91. I don't remember fucking shit from the 90s. Right? Like, what do you mean? Get, get the fuck. I, there's nothing that pisses me off more. Anyways, this is Zowie's absolutely fake question. Listen to like the cadence of it and tell me how scripted it sounds. Bullshit. I'm at my health club. Who and says I'm that? Out. Well, three treadmills down from me, I see this guy. Huh. So I walk down to say hello. Same guy. Same guy. The oral sex guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> right there, mid lip, is this huge herpes blister. Now, he didn't have this when I was with him. She okay. Herpes, so so this guy's just at the gym uh, rocking the herpes. didn't go that way. My question for you <clears> is. <throat> Hey, answer is yeah, if that's real, okay? Here's the deal. Dr. Drew's about to drop a yeah on that bitch, okay? And I'm sorry. I Fuck. I didn't mean that in a derogatory sense. I just mean, like, who is this girl, okay? Her name is Zowie. She's 25. And this is what it says on the screen right now. It says, Zowie, 25, got oral sex from a guy who had a mouth sore. <laughs> hey. It's the 90s, right? All you 90s kids out there listening, it's the 90s. Y'all had mouth sores from all the Kool-Aid and street hockey, bro. Mighty Ducks rules. It's knuckle puck time. And we got mouth sores. So I just, like, there's nothing... There's nothing I hate more than, than bullshit trying to be served up as reality. And I've always had a hatred for reality television because you just knew it was bullshit. I, it's, like, it's like when I was a kid and I realized wrestling was fake. Like, yeah, I appreciate the fact that mankind got thrown off of the top of the cage at the Igloo in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania by The Undertaker. It fell like whatever that was, like a thousand feet and through a table and he, and he fell through twice or whatever. I get that. That's fucking st that's stupid cool. All right. But it's fake. The other, all the other shit's fake. You can't fake falling that far. But all the other, like, the storylines and all that shit drove me nuts. Even when I was a kid, man. The actual wrestling, like, drop a guy through some barbed wire, you got me hooked. Because that's real, son. Anyways, anyways. <clears throat> so I've always kind of been bothered by MTV. And when I saw this clip, I was determined. I was like, okay, so this is a fake show. And it turned out I'm not wrong. And that's kind of, like, why it kind of fizzled out. And it turned up to be like absolute dog shit. And, and, and we're talking about a radio show that, that lived for 30 years. So obviously the concept is a good one. It's just MTV got their little dumb fingers all over it and fucking made it garbage. 
like you could still do the show like they could still do the radio show but just record it and you just don't you don't have to have these like like i want you guys to watch this clip if you're, if you're still listening to this podcast for whatever reason at this point in time i want you to listen um to the clip uh sorry watch the clip and, and just look how gorgeous this girl is and there's no way, there's no way you would go on MTV and be like, I got all sex the other day. And then you're just like, what? Your aunt's going to be watching? Imagine, imagine telling your aunt you got oral sex from a guy with a mouth sore. Like your aunt's never going to hear that story because she doesn't need to. But Zowie feels necessary to go on MTV. It's such bullshit because you know what? If anyone finds that true, she's just going to be like, it's not real, pigeon. Like she'd be like, if you went up, if you saw Zowie in real life and you're like, hey, Nicole, because that's obviously your real name. What the fuck was up with that MTV? I saw you on MTV. You're talking about you got herpes now? And she's all like, no, dumbass. It's MTV. It's not real. That's she's right. And you'd feel like such a dumbass because everybody kinda knows it's fake. It's kinda like a Santa Claus kind of deal. You know, everyone no one will ever tell you it's fake. You're expected to find out on your own, but a lot of people just go on life thinking it's real. Just burped. So I went researching. And this shit I googled because if I just knew MTV show trivia off the top of my head, my head would have evacuated through the back of my skull years ago. Fun fact, brain matter turns into the same consistency as concrete uh, like within a few hours of being exposed uh, to air. So learn that a weird way. Um, <laughs> so some of MTV's most famous shows, uh, of course, the first one that really... Uh, took off was the Osbournes. Now this just you know reignited the career of uh, Ozzy Osbourne in the terms of mainstream all the metalheads out there and be like the Osbournes it's like yeah dude obviously you remembered Ozzy throughout all the years but the most of the fucking America forgot about Ozzy Osbourne and then he made it so we just could never forget about him again and this television show is so over the top and so fucking crazy um, that one of their kids just flat out didn't want to do it. It was just like, I don't want to have any part of this. So there's like, hey, there's another daughter, um, uh, Jack's sister. I can't remember what the fuck is the other girl's name. Uh, Kelly, Kelly Osborne. So Kelly and Jack have another sibling that was just like, I'm not doing this show. It's not real. Now, um, most of the the actual dialogue, I guess, was not scripted. But every interaction, every episode, it's like it's like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. They were the original Curb. Like they didn't have a script; they just had a scenario and they improvised. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne is the original Larry David, to be honest. Like Larry, Larry Swagger Jacked Ozzy Osbourne on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now, if you're in the thing, I'm going to talk about a bunch of reality shows. And exonerate my friend, Dr. Drew. You're wrong, because Dr. Drew isn't my friend. I kind of don't really like Dr. Drew. I don't really like Adam Carolla either. I appreciate them both for what they do, but our views on pretty much everything are, are skewed. I, I don't agree with a lot of things. Drew says he's been wrong a lot, um, especially with this coronavirus, really. Um, 
he's 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 made an ass of himself uh, quite a few times but that's all right people do that no one's made an ass of themselves more than me so i totally understand um but in terms of um shows on mtv that he was involved with probably the biggest one if especially if you're a female you would recognize the name dr drew from teen mom now obviously the girls were pregnant they uh they didn't fake that but um, I'm just I'm on this website and there's a screen grab from one of the girls um, on Teen Mom and she's got um, a big skull tattooed on her arm and you kind of feel like of course you do you know <clears throat> of course you do um, so you just I'm just looking at it right now and um, so yeah the the obviously the pregnancies were real these were real um, teens uh, that were pregnant. But literally, every all the other dramas surrounding surrounding their lives weren't real. Um, oftentimes, they made the dads out to be like these, like you know, young, immature kids, which they were. But like, they made them to be like estranged and like you know, angry and not a part of it. And made it seem like these girls were going to be raising these kids on their own, and that was like where you like you know, that's how it pulled on your heartstrings. But in actuality, you know, these these couples would sometimes get in fights, and they would record the fight. And then they wouldn't record like the three days after the fight where they made up and everything was cool and they like drove them to their appointments and shit. And then they would like film like their next fight they had or they would put them in situations and, you know, ask them, you know, pretty much to, you know, get in a fight. This is what happened. This is what we want you to do. That's how I'm breathing. I'm breathing so strange. I don't know how I normally, if you think about breathing, that's how you die. Don't think too hard about how you remember to breathe because then you'll forget it and that's it. <sighs> so I got to admit, one of, the, one of the MTV shows that I kind of fucked with a little bit was because it came out just in my prime time of clubbing and just getting and just abusing alcohol. Uh, it was Jersey Shore. Because that's a show we can all get behind. I mean, who doesn't love the GTL? I still fist bump every time Swedish House Mafia comes on. I mean, how are you not going to, though? But it turns out everything on that show is just completely fucking fake. Snooki is from Chile. She's not even Italian. She doesn't have an Italian bone in her, except for when she was at the Jersey Shore. That was so easy. Um, Jay Wow, obviously, uh, she didn't really look Italian. I don't think she ever like kind of made herself to be Italian, but she's not Italian. Um, but the whole thing was about these Italian Americans, and um, they hyped up, you know, this supposed heritage that that didn't exist. Um, pretty much, uh, Jersey Shore is a lie. The whole thing's a lie. Uh, it was completely scripted. Um, some cast members weren't even Italian. Um, I don't know why I keep going back to that. It's just very, it's very, it ruins your childhood, man. It, it ruins your teenage years. I mean, we're all out there being Genos when, when our Geno queen, Snooky, was, was Chilean. Like, I got nothing against Chile, but like, does Chile GTO like Italy? I don't think so, bro. I don't think they do. So it was a, it's, it's, it's a shocker. That one's a shocker. That one hits home, man. But I, what I will say is that um, I, of all my research, I've come across um, a lot of things talking about how bullshit MTV shows are. But, but all the ones that like are talking about how bullshit they are, they all reference how like, 
like jackass like they never fucked they never fake jackass like how do you fake that shit you really can't um uh robin big that was another one i was like oh my god because like robin big like that's the that's the best mtv show of all like maybe jackass number one but robin big man oh my god what like literally like when big black died that was like i've had a privileged life and that was like top top 14 worst mornings finding out that big black was no longer with us and i was just like like do work son do work son 22 son my biceps can buy beers, boy. Like, that shit is, like, gold, son. That's fucking gold. I wouldn't even be mad if that show was scripted. It's just fucking, it's perfect. It's perfect. And the show ended um, when Big Black um, got his uh, his girlfriend pregnant. And he just he just was like, you know what? I, I made a lot of money. I did a few seasons of the show with MTV. I made a couple million dollars. Um, I had, like, a, my, uh, uh, my, my brand. Like, his, like, double B, like, Big Black brand. I'm sure it was popping off at the time, and he, he just took a step back, and he was like, I just want to be a good dad and just spend time with, with my little girl, and, and um, unfortunately, he passed away, and uh, but it's, you know, it's just a show of his character and, like, just how dope of a guy Big Black was, you know, and, and if you've never seen Robin Big, like, just fucking do it, man. I'm giving you guys a lot of homework. Um, so yeah, so that was, it was good to see that, like, shows like uh, Jackass and uh, Robin Big were pretty much um, kind of left alone. Robin Big, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that or if I just kind of read that one time and it just because it's such a show that I kind of just adore so much that um, that like I just choose to believe it, you know. I know I, I know I started this this whole podcast talking about how much I fucking hate MTV, but I grew up in this era, you know, like you couldn't escape MTV. Um, first song ever on MTV was Video Kills the Radio Star and that was the first music video ever back when MTV actually was like you know music videos and shit like that um, but this 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 next show that, that turned out to be fake this one's like this one's a tough one man this one's a tough one to see and obviously like now you look back at it and it's like totally obvious but man Pimp My Ride is fake as shit. Pimp My Ride, bro. Try and think of a way that show is fake, and you're right. Because it's all fake. The only thing real was that like, there were real people with like car problems. Like That was pretty much it. But everything else, man, these people, like, they auditioned for the show. And I told they you know, obviously showed their car, what was wrong with it. Um, the scenes were like exhibit would show up at their house, knock on the door, and be like, knock, knock, what up? And they'd be like, oh my God. And they like trip out. Yeah, that wasn't even their house. Like that was just a house that MTV rented for the day. Um, and they would just show, they would tell the people like, here, go inside. And like half the time they would like meet exhibit out front before, you know, like they would just be on, be on set. And like before I went inside the house, like exhibit was there off camera. He's like, hey, what up? Hey, what up? It's not, it's not racist. It's not my impression of a black guy. It's specifically my impression of exhibit. All right? So don't get at me. Don't tweet at me. Actually, tweet at me. My, 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 Twitter, game, my Twitter game is good, but I just don't have an audience for it. I like, to, uh, I like to share all my political views, like the people taking away our guns. No, I'm just fucking kidding. I'm not, I'm not like that at all. Stay out of politics because I'm dumb. I wish that's what more people did. I just I, I'm not smart enough for politics, so I'm not going to get involved in it. And what I'm going to do, I'm just going to work and watch sports and make jokes, and that's it. I'm not going to pretend like I know shit. You no, know who pretends like they know stuff? Dumb people. 
really, really dumb people. Anyways, so so sometimes, um, so yeah, so most of the time, um, everything I saw, it was, you know, real people with shitty cars, and that was it. That was all that was real. Now, <clears throat> the the uh, cast member, I don't know where to begin with this one, man, the cast members, and by cast members, I mean like the, the contestants or whatever, like the, the person on the show whose car was getting pimped, um, they weren't even get a, given a replacement car. They weren't, like, MTV didn't rent them a car. And on top of that, on the show, it's like a week or something like that. In reality, some of these, some of these things were six months long. These people didn't have a car for six months. And they didn't get, like, a rental car or any money. Like, they weren't paid for, like, having to pay for a car. So any money that they probably received from the show, I'd imagine they would just go towards renting a car if you didn't have, like, you know, an old aunt or something like that that just used it to go to the hairdressers once a week and you promised the driver to all of her appointments if you have the car. So there's a there's a couple episodes like there was one episode where this guy was like kind of chubby and <laughs> they made him be like, "Yeah, I love eating food. Like I love candy. I'm obsessed with candy." And they uh they put in like um a fucking um cotton candy machine in his trunk like his whole trunk was turned into a cotton candy machine like are you fucking kidding me bro like if if, if you're if you want mtv and mtv producers look at you and like man dude you're fat and you're like yo yeah i, I guess i'm kind of tick you know i got my i got some curves going on and shit like no 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 so this whole episode is going to be about how fat you are and we're going to put it on american television and um, we're going to make you, like, obsessed with hot dogs. Tell the camera you eat, like, eight hot dogs a day, okay? And it's like, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know? And they're just like, yeah, I do it. And then they put a fucking cotton candy machine in his trunk. And I say his trunk loosely because half the time they would just, like, and if you watch the show, it makes sense. They would just rip the fucking car apart and they would, like, smash up the car and they would just sell it for scrap. And they would just buy, like, a better conditioned 97 Dodge Caravan instead and just redo that one. So these <laughs> so these guys just, like, pre like if you're going to rip the, the dude's car apart, why not? Just let him have that car. Just be like, yo, hold on to this. We're going to buy a new car and do it up. And then when your new car is ready, we're going to take your old car and we're going to film it. We're going to film us ripping it up then, like after, so you don't go without a car for six months. But six months in TV and TV lands one week. That's the conversion. They would just rip up this dude's car and then buy a new one. And Buddy's taking the bus to Target every day for work. Like, fucking brutal shit, man. Like, this fucking sucks, bro. And people um, people were talking about how, like, their their cars, like, their cars sucked because, like, they didn't work. You know, like, when you're, I say this to my dad all the time. Like, when I was when I was in high school, like, I, I had, like, a banged up Jeep Cherokee. It was lovingly referred to as Tank. And uh, my dad would always ref reference how big of a beater it was. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking 17 years old. Like, if you just have a car that works, like, you're ahead of 90% of everyone else. Like, who gives a fuck how nice your car is when you're 17? You just need a car, you dumbass. Anyways, so 
MTV would, would, would jack these guys' cars and they would like pimp them out, but they wouldn't fucking touch shit mechanically. They wouldn't even like install a new alternator or like, you know what I mean? Like they wouldn't like you know, change the brakes. They like, you know, if somebody took your car for a day and changed your brakes, yeah, that would be the, you'd be so thankful. It'd be such a great day. But these guys took your car and they called you fat and they put a cotton candy machine in the back that didn't even work because like you got to have like a cone that goes around it, I guess, and they didn't fit it for a cone. So anytime you made cotton candy in this fat ass's trunk, it would just go all over the place and you just have to eat the candy off his car like a real fat ass that he is according to MTV. Guys, it's not me calling him a fat ass. It's MTV. All right. Now, obviously, there's a bunch of fucking shows that are fake. Like, guess what, guys? A shot of a shot at love with Tila Tequila. That shit's more fake than she is. All right, because she's actually just a simulation. She's not even real. Okay. Uh, other shows like Paris Hilton, My New BFF, fake. Obviously, fake, man. The Hills, fake. That show's fake as fuck. I guess. Okay. Before I can't mention The Hills and not mention. One of my early loves of my life, um, Audrina Patridge. That girl, smoke. Absolute smoke show. Smoke show. I don't care if you're like feminist and you're like, don't objectify women. You Google Audrina Patridge and if your brain doesn't go, smoke, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. Okay, so the last show that I want to highlight um, for its kifeness, and this is another disappointing one too. Punked. Guys, most of the time the celebrities knew what was happening. Like some, like they didn't really know like what was going to happen, but they knew like, oh, I'm getting punked by Ashton Kutcher today at some point, like something weird. So anytime like, you know, some crazy shit would start happening in the day, like they'd just be like, oh, I'm getting punked. Could you imagine how dangerous that is? Could you imagine like, there's no such thing as punked in a third world country. You know what I mean? Like, I just watched the 30 for 30 on uh, the, the two Escobars, you know, in Colombia. Hey, hey, why don't, why don't, you, why don't you punk uh, a Colombian national team member in, in 1994 and see how funny he thinks it is? This is such a fucking North American thing where we can, like, fake these, like, violent interactions and be like, it's funny because it doesn't happen here, <laughs> you know? It's so fucking whack. But anyways, um, could you imagine if, like, you know, like, Pam Anderson was, like, driving around all day and she's like, I know I'm getting punked today. And, like, you pull up and, like, totally, like, legit kidnap her and she just goes along with it. She's like, when's Ashton coming out? And she's just, her head's on a pike. Like, it's so dangerous, man. But that's what they did. And I, I bring up uh, Pam Anderson's name. Um, and I bring it up incorrectly because she didn't drive around all day on her episode wondering when it was going to happen. She knew when it was going to happen. She knew what was going to happen to her on her episode of Punked. And I'm not going to Google Punked and watch her episode and tell you what happened. And I'm not going to pretend like I already know. I'm not going to do that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go pee real quick and I'm going to come back. I'm going to wrap this up. One sec. This episode's gone a little, uh, a little longer than I anticipated, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this quick. Um, MTV's fucking kife, and that's why, man. And it's not kife because it's just fake, and it's putting out lies into the world. It's, it's kife because it's just putting people on blast, like just making fun of people, um, 
publicly on television, um, and also creating um, these supposedly real realistic ideals uh, for for young men and especially for young women. Um, you look at things like the hills and Laguna Beach, and that's what being a teenager was supposed to mean to us back then. But it's not what being a teenager is. It's not at all. Love line is is closer what being a teenager is is, is you know having questions and, and not knowing who to go to for for answers and being confused and every day discovering something new about the world around you and a shocking truth that you know you're shielded from. MTV didn't do any of that. They just upholded more stereotypes and you know realities that just simply are unattainable. They're so unattainable that the people we believe were living them weren't even actually living them. You know, you want to be, you know, Lauren Conrad, but Lauren Conrad isn't even Lauren Conrad. So how the fuck are you supposed to be something that the person you think even, like the person you think it is, isn't even that person? I'm just, my mind is going to start bleeding if I keep saying this stuff because I'm confusing my brain because it's simple. I'm a simple man. I look at things and I tell you they're kai. If I can't tell you why in, in depth, I can just briefly explain in my heart of heart. Because I ain't going to fucking Google shit, guys. I ain't going to do that. I'm just going to come on here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what's kai as I see it. Recently, I, I lost my cell phone. So my life's been infected for, affected. I didn't say infected. I said affected forever. I'll never be the same until I get my cell phone back. But lately, I've spent some time on social media because I'm an addict. I'm a fucking social media pig. I love it. I love tweeting. I love Instagram. Because I'm spending time on my laptop again. I dusted off the old Facebook.com. And uh, that's where I think our next episode will be. Facebook is fucking kife. <laughs> <laughs>